I will just say this. If you want to be successful in anything that you do, no matter what it is, it's always a challenge. There's always a mountain or a hill in front of you if you're out for excellence, which is what we are at Lux. Today, we're getting some insider information from Pamela Jacarino, the editor of Lux Interiors and Design Magazine. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Thank you to our sponsor, Article. Article is an online-only furniture company inspired by mid-century style and Scandinavian simplicity. And now Article has something extra special for Wingnut listeners. If you go to wingnut.article.com, you'll get double your trade discount on all purchases until July 31st. To access this limited time offer, sign up today again at wingnut.article.com. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, Darla Can Do Nothing Wrong Powell, and I'm joined by Natalie Control Freak Graf. Natalie, how the hell are you today? Wow, that escalated. <laughs> wow. wow, that really escalated. Control Freak. Okay, so yes, I am a complete control freak. Our new creative director at DPI was like, and Natalie, why did you respond to this? Why did you handle this? He's really trying to help you out here. He is, but I mean, it just made like, it's sense hard, to right? me. It is. It's to, hard to, to give, give up control. Mm-hmm. But um, probably by the time this podcast airs, Natalie will have stepped out completely of Darla Powell Interiors. Oh, Jesus, we can only hope. <laughs> Because I have to tell you, honey, I love you, but uh uh-uh. I don't want to work with you like that anymore. It's just too much, the stress. And you should be used to stress. You're a firefighter. You know, I'm used to stress, but when you're with your spouse 24-7 at the fire station, I go to work and nobody bothers me. Nobody needs anything from (laughs) me. There's no emergency. Where the hell's my furniture? Why are these people late? Why is this? Why is that? So Natalie is going to take a back seat and just keep doing the payroll Keep doing some billing and make sure bills are Good. paid. And that's, there's a roof over our head. That's and how other it than be. that, Good. Natalie ain't going to do well, that's I'm going to fish. That's the whole been the plan. Right? It has been we the are plan. working towards I that. I am backing away. And ordinarily, yes, I would say you don't really. Does this mean I don't have to go to High Point anymore? No. Ordinarily, you would say, yeah, working with your spouse isn't ideal. But I mean, hello, it's me. How fun is that? Do you hear yourself? <laughs> do you even hear yourself? As our daughter would say, do you even hear yourself, Nana? <laughs> Natalie Angraf, I'm very excited. Today's guest, this is probably the only way I'll ever get mentioned by Lux Interiors and Design. Probably. Is the editor-in-chief of Lux Interiors and Design magazine, Pamela Jacarino. You will have a tiny spot now in Lux. This will ever be your position in Lux. You won't make it in the magazine, but... This is my on This is my way in. This is my go. connection. Hey, Pamela. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Keep going, Darla. Keep telling yourself that. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit? But about seriously, Pamela. yeah, this was a good get. I actually reached out to her. I, where did I see? I saw her in something. I can't remember because it's been a hot minute since I did reach out to her. But I just took a stab and said, "Hey, would you like to be on our podcast?" And I'll be damned if she didn't say yes. And now here we are. Very well, now. 
There's no one in the audience who's listening who's not familiar with Lux Magazine, right? Unless Come you're on. not an interior designer. Unless you're not an interior designer. But our audience is 95% in the this home industry, true, interior design industry. That 5%. We do have a lot of people who listen just for the marketing stuff, though, who aren't in interior design. It has kind of crossed over. Just saying. That's what she said. I'm not allowed to quit the podcast, am I? No. Okay, I'm just You're kind of entrenched, especially since we're doing new graphics for the podcast. I'm just checking. Curio Electro, the fabulous Nicole Heimer, is working up a new cover art for the podcast, which may or may not actually be out there by the time this airs. We're recording this. So we're trying to find a graphics program that won't break by adding your picture to the podcast cover. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's well, been hard. Well, you know what? We've been through several. I, you know, I have a solution. <laughs> Take you out of the podcast. Just don't oh, add it. Um, <laughs> just saying. Don't add it. Yeah, but you no, know. Just, just, listen, just, just let listen, me Linda. retire. Listen, Linda. I mean, I do know that people would be knocking down your door to take my place, Sarah Lynn Brennan, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like read like like hate mail almost that was like she was going to take me out or something. Sarah Lynn Brennan would make an amazing co-host. She would. She I'm has just her like, just together. Keep your options open. She Darla. would be terrific. Keep them open. Sarah, please keep your phone turned on, the ringer on, just in case I call you for co-hosting possibilities here. But seriously, you know, when we first started the podcast, you were just going to be just popping in and out, right? Yeah, and I Right, you were going to let mm-hmm. me do what I wanted and go fishing here and go there mm-hmm. and do this, and yeah, that worked. Well, as it turned out, not only are you an amazing emotional support, Ginger, but you turn out to be pretty decent on the podcast, so now you're kind of stuck like Chuck. Yeah, well, I'll take my chances. Let's tell our listeners a little bit about Pamela, shall we? Okay, let's do that. So Pamela Jacarino is the founding editor-in-chief of Lux Interiors and Design Magazine, the largest residential architecture and design brand in the country. Echo, echo, echo. A position she has held since 2005. Wow. 15 years. I think her job is probably pretty secure by now, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Yeah. Pamela has been instrumental in the growth of the brand and continues to champion its fresh vision and evolution. She also frequently lectures on design-related topics. Prior to joining Sandow in 2002, Pamela was an executive editor with the LVMH Group. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Pamela Jacarino to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Pamela Jacarino. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? All things considered, I'm doing okay. Even though this, what, what did they say? This the is the third, third time's a charm. The third time's the charm. Thank you for bearing with our Mercury and retrograde technical difficulties today. <laughs> we really want to talk to you about Lux Magazine, for God's sakes. <laughs> I want to go back to where we left off the last time we realized we had a problem. The second so, or the first yeah. time? <laughs> well, let's not get into all the problems that we've had, Darla. That's no fun. But okay. I want to know how many magazines you put out and how many regions are you represented in? So we are in 14 regions across the country, and we put out 75 magazines a year with this group. So it is a lot. It's a big design machine. Obviously, the elephant in the room of the Thank whole you. pandemic and, well, besides Darla. Oh, not me. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, you okay. know, the whole pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that good Murder stuff. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. How did you guys keep from being tone deaf for your readers and your audience? Well, look, I mean, with everything that's occurred the last few weeks or a month or so, we felt it was incredibly important to be leaned in, to be listening, and to do better, quite frankly, with ensuring that we have diverse voices through the pages of our magazine and in all of our platforms, our design TV platforms, our online content, 
I think it's incredibly important. There is not enough diversity when it comes to high-end regional design. And it's something that we really have committed to for the long haul and also to make this meaningful so that in six months down the road, we haven't forgotten how important this moment is for us to do better. Right. So that's my concern, too, is like, I don't want the response to the Black Lives Matter movement to just be knee jerk, right? And just say, okay, here, here's my favorite top black interior designers. I want it to be something that's long lasting. And I applaud that. And I, I do see a lot of brands as well as yours, just really trying to bring that into perspective and make that a long term commitment to make ourselves better in the industry as a whole. I think you have to be extremely thoughtful You have to have good leadership, quite frankly, and also a team who gets behind this, which we have. And we have put a whole plan in place for Lux of how we are going to ensure that this is meaningful and, you know, sustainable. And look, it also is positive in so many ways. We are able through the books anyway to give voice to so many artisans, designers, architects, and for us to dig deep and look further for diversity, it just enriches everything. And I think all leaders in design should be doing so, manufacturers, publishers, podcasters. It's just going to make the world a better place, quite frankly. Absolutely. 100% agree. So that's one of the things that we can't be toned up about is the Black Lives Matter movement. And let's go back to the COVID thing, which God, there seems like there's no end in sight. I mean, we know there's going to be, but now we're having a resurgence, right, in some hot pockets. Like I like to say, Miami is number one. (laughs) You know, we're very competitive and, uh, you know, you can only laugh versus cry. So tell me a little bit about how you guys are getting some of the gorgeous content that you get for Lux Interiors and Design Magazine since photo shoots have been on a hiatus for all intents and purposes since late February, early March? Quickly, we had to pivot. I think pivot will be one of the words for 2020 (laughs) that everybody can relate to. For sure. Instead of a Pantone color of the year, it's going to be word of the year. Pivot pivot will be the color of the year. Pivot pivot and Zoom will be the two two big words. We can do this. We can do this. Wait, let's trademark this now. (laughs) Sorry, Pantone, that's ours. (laughs) We know know what words are going to be trending now for 2020. (laughs) But anyway, you know, obviously running a big operation, one of the things that was very important the third week in March was for us to analyze all the photo shoots that we do. And for the homes that we shoot, obviously it's such a big responsibility to publish great designers' work. So we, we wanted to move them forward on our schedule so that we could take the time to shoot them, number one. Number two, being a regional book and shooting across the country, each region was in a little bit of a different state of lockdown, if you will. So most shoots we had to just sort of push down into future issues and really sort of look at rearranging our July-August books and our September-October books. We are now happily shooting across the country. Obviously, we have to do it in a very responsible way. We're dealing with homeowners, designers, and my priority as the editor-in-chief of the brand, was to make sure that everyone was comfortable. Photographers, because you're going into people's homes, and on a good day, you're sort of, you know, it's a little bit of an intrusion. So all of the editors were doing it in a very thoughtful way, and I'm thankful that things are moving forward and that we are able to shoot our projects. 
Do you see having like a little time gap there, though? Because not only our photography was that interrupted, but installs were interrupted, completions of projects. And sometimes projects can sit for a year finished before they even make it to a magazine. Do you see, you know, a little bubble gap there? And are you changing your content to reflect some of your storytelling for that? Or you're pretty secure in your content? We didn't really miss a beat. We actually, you know, once everything happened, I think a lot of photographers and design professionals reached out to get published, knowing that we were in the great unknown, (laughs) number one. And number two, people were home thinking, how am I going to get my name out, market myself, get published? So we did get quite a few submissions from design professionals and from photographers. We evaluated them and where we felt that they were a good fit for the books, we were able to green light those. And in terms of changing our content, I would say this, for the homes that we published, we're not changing our content. We look for stylish, beautiful homes that resonate with our reader the architecture, the interiors, the landscape, the construction is all something that we evaluate in addition to interior architecture and making sure that the homes feel appropriate for their sense of place. So that a home that we may put in our Hamptons issue would probably be very different than a home that we would feature, let's say, in our San Francisco edition. And that's something that we have always done at Lux for 15 years. It is our 15-year anniversary this year. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I don't, like, by the way, it's a bad year to have an anniversary during COVID, but we're going to have it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Can we skip a year and maybe just have it next year? Can it be a leap year? Yeah, a leap year party. <laughs> I'm going to take that under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously, for the front of the book stories, we wanted to be sensitive to some of the copy. We were going through a lot of the wordsmithing and making sure that we were not tone deaf with everything that was happening in the world. And, you know, you start to think about entertaining stories or things like that. You really have to just be sensitive to what's happening. And I think that that's incredibly important for editors every day. You really just have to be aware of what's going on in the world and how it impacts your audience. And so given the world and the pandemic, are you guys open to any new types of projects? Well, we're always looking for good projects. That never changes. You know, for the editors who are the homes editors deployed and living in all of the regional markets across the country, that's really what their role is. They look for two things, homes and also artisans, because it's incredibly important for us to publish and shoot our artisans. We call them our style makers. And that's really not going to change. For the front of the book, we have a market team who works on product. They're always out there. They're doing virtual previews every day, looking at new product so that we can share that with our readers and our audience. And then we have other stories, our kitchen and bath content. We're always looking for those stories and also reporting on what's happening just in the general design zeitgeist, right? Is it a modern architecture moment? What kind of materials are trending? I hate the word trending. I usually don't use the word (laughs) trending. But you know what materials are having a moment when we're talking about potentially sustainability or homes that are built for the long haul? 
So these are all stories that we're potentially interested in and investigating constantly. That was what I was going to ask you. So right now, I mean, at the risk of using the word trending, so biophilic design, things that are more about wellness, do you foresee maybe that putting maybe a, a smidge higher of a percentage of that in the magazine rather than before because of this? I mean, you did say you have to feel the temperature of the design climate and be honest to that too. Do you see that? Well, there's different ways that we speak to our audience, I would say, as a brand. And so one of the main vehicles is through our print publication, which comes out six times a year in all of those markets. And yes, we want to, in the print publication, put things that are timely yet long-lasting because the magazines are designed to be evergreen somewhat. There's also other ways that we communicate as a brand. We have Lux Connects. These are more sort of internal to the trade across the country, having conversations. We've been doing them virtually, but we normally do them sitting around, let's say, having lunch or breakfasts or happy hours (laughs) and really having conversations about business, about design. And so for those, we have been having a lot of conversations about wellness, also about how architecture may be changing, right? Architecture, really, if you think about things like postmodernism, I think there could be a post-COVID movement when we look back in five or 10 years because people are living in their homes in many different ways now, right? It's a schoolhouse, it's a gym, it's a restaurant because you're cooking. <laughs> and, you know, people are very interested in outdoor living and outdoor spaces. And I think turning to nature at the time when things can be quite scary. I think a lot of people we've heard from are looking to nature because it does continue. And you see in the spring, these green shoots, and they have given a lot of people hope. And so these are all things that we're internally, the editors are talking about. And externally, we talk about them through the different ways that our brand communicates. I think another thing that's really interesting that's happened is all of the Insta-lives that have taken place and all of the, you know, we have something called Design TV, which runs on our Facebook Live and our IGTV. And I've had a lot of conversations with top talent across the country, and we're having these conversations as well and putting it out there for our audience. So there's many different ways, I think, for brands to communicate messages at different times. And we're hopefully we're doing a good job with that. <laughs> Natalie Andreff. Yes, Darla. You know, as the money girl, for you, the bottom line is so important. And did you know that with Article, interior designers, architects, and other businesses have access to exclusive pricing and tax-exempt purchasing on their entire furniture catalog, plus specialized service by joining Article's trade program? I absolutely knew that. And they have great support technical support if you're having issues with the website, invoicing support, product support. It doesn't matter. They just got support. (laughs) They sound well supported. They are. They are amazing. (laughs) And I tell you what, if you want to get in on everything Article has to offer, make sure you become an Article trade member today. And to register, go to wingnut.article.com. That's wingnut.article.com. You can thank us later. Okay, I want to touch on a couple of those. You said you had Lux Connect. Is that kind of like AD Pro, a comparative just designer B2B kind of situation? Because I had not heard of that. And how do we look that up? Because our audience is professional interior designers. So it's a great question. And let me tell you how this was originated. It's very interesting. Lux Connects go back to the first Great Recession of 2008 and 2009. We were obviously running our business 
And it was an incredibly challenging time for nearly everyone, including design professionals. You know, you can imagine that across the country we have on the business side, we have a lot of regional advertisers who partner with us. And so we wanted a way to talk to them and for them to talk to us and for us to connect them, the designer, meaning the architect, meaning the builder, meeting the wallpaper manufacturer and sitting around a table across from one another to talk about business, to talk about challenges, to talk about opportunities. We initiated this program in 2008 and we honestly never looked back because it is something that is incredibly important to the design communities across the country. We bring together, sometimes it's our advertising partners, sometimes it's not our advertising partners, but for us as a brand to facilitate these conversations is something that we have been dedicated to since that time. And across the country, any given week, we may have five, six of these taking place. We did not miss a beat during COVID. We decided to do them virtually. I have been on many of these calls. We sometimes invite the national brands to join us because obviously for them to hear what's happening locally in all these markets gives them a lot of insight. And I will also say one of the things that we have at Lux Interiors and Design is a true bird's eye view of what is happening in the luxury residential design sector because we are so connected in the Southeast, in Miami, in Palm Beach. Lux Connects. Correct. So that's the story of our Lux Connects. And they're actually really fun. Is that just like at Lux Connects? Where do we go? Where do we go to land on that and find out more information? We're very particular. A lot of them are put together through our regional publishers, or you can reach out to a homes editor and you can go to luxsource.com and get all the information in terms of reaching out. I think it's in the about us section. You can look or pick up a copy of Lux, look at the masthead and all of the regional publishers are listed there. So that's a way to reach out. And another thing I wanted to touch on, because, you know, I'm also an interior decorator. We have a design firm here in Miami, Florida, Darla Powell Interiors. And when you're talking about the post-COVID architecture, we're getting clients reaching out to us now, actually wanting to knock down walls and make their house more functional and more livable because of their experience (laughs) with being quarantined at home and realizing this is not working out for me and my family. I need to knock down some walls and redesign my home. So I absolutely do see that. You're going to see, oh, I can tell this is totally (laughs) post-COVID in 2021. Architecture. I do see that happening for sure. On so, a, wait a minute. So, yeah. now we're going to trademark trends of what was 2020 post COVID. Yes. We're going to do pivot. And what was mm-hmm. the other one we were doing, Zoom. girls? Pivot Zoom. Zoom. Okay. I'm just keeping up here. I'm just keeping up. <laughs> and post COVID architecture. You've got, a, you've got a list going, it sounds like. That's right. That's right. I, I have to keep up. You know, I have to like do my job here and keep up. How does all this impact the magazine as far as advertising currently and in the future? Are you guys laying back? You laying low? Or are you just going? all out. Well, uh, welcome to Lux. We're never laying low here. We are, um, I assume we are full steam ahead at all times and have always been full steam ahead on the advertising front. Obviously, I will just say this. If you want to be successful in anything that you do, no matter what it is, it's always a challenge. There's always a mountain or a hill in front of you if you're out for excellence, which is what we are at Lux. We are very optimistic about, we've had a lot of regional advertising business that has both stayed with us and also new business that has come in during this COVID time. I think that a lot of businesses are feeling two things. Number one, 
the need to market and advertise. Number two, the need to stay connected and to get their message out there. We have had about 50 or 60 Lux Connects across the country since COVID happened. And I'm here to tell you that we have heard an amazing amount of design professionals telling us my projects are going forward, number one. Number two, there's a lot of migration and movement that's happening. And it's due to the fact that a lot of offices are rethinking having people work in the office. And a lot of companies are saying, you know what? Gee, you don't have to come into Manhattan anymore. You can work out of your home because we didn't miss a beat. And what's happening in response to that is that people are thinking, wait a second, maybe I want to move to Nashville. And therefore... I might need a designer or an architect or a builder. So we are hearing a lot of positive coming out of this in terms of people moving forward with projects and designers' pipelines. Yeah, for sure. I'm here to tell you firsthand. Yeah. Some things obviously went on pause. It's a year of uncertainty. And these are our partners. You know, we've had very, very deep connections with our regional partners and the relationship just goes, it's just very close knit. And so we want to be there for them. We have had to come up with other interesting solutions for them digitally, which I think is great. We want to be a brand that's there to on the business side, be able to really serve our partners' needs in any way that we can. And we're doing so. Pamela, I have one last question to ask you before we get into the fire round, because I know with our technical difficulties, we're kind of running behind here. But we have a lot of interior designers listing. Some of them are really well established. Some of them are really new to the game. What would your best advice be to give them when they're pitching a project to you guys for Lux? Yep. So first of all, when you're pitching a project to any publication, make sure that you're familiar with the publication and that it's going to be a good fit for you, number one. That goes without saying. Everybody always wants their home project published. There are other ways to get published. We have, for example, a kitchen and bath department in every single issue. So you don't have to have a whole project to get into our pages. Get familiar with the home's editor who is in your regional market. Reach out to them via email. And if you have a project that you think is a good fit, send a short brief to us with just a few photos or a PDF attachment or a link. We don't like to receive and sometimes do 40 or 50 attachments to an email. That will probably not go over well with an editor who's incredibly busy. But why you think the project is right for, let's say, Lux or any publication, that you're pitching to, a few hero shots, and hey, can you get on a call with me? Or can you review this and let me know your thoughts? And don't get discouraged if you get turned down. I can't speak for other publications. I can only speak for our publication. We get a lot of submissions and we can't possibly publish everything. We don't do web exclusives only because we have 75 magazines. And so we're very busy with that. But we do sometimes do other sorts of online stories that are exclusive. You may be a designer that's got a shop, a showroom, furniture that you're working on. Those are stories we're always interested in as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for the tips for that, because I'm sure there's people out there right now taking notes. And for a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes at Lex Magazine and giving us your advice and take on what's going on currently. But now, Pamela, I have to ask you if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Let's do it. I don't know if I'm ready, but I'm, I guess I'm ready for anything. So I, I think you're ready for anything. I can tell. <laughs> I <think so>. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. Pamela Jacarino, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? 
I love trees. This is so hard. I want to say a banyan tree, but I also love magnolia trees. I love weeping willows. So I, it's hard for me to edit that. <laughs> Pick one. Only ba- one. Was banyan your gut? Let's Those are do nice a trees. banyan. That was the first one that I thought of. They're very strong. I yeah. like banyans. We have one in our yard. We do have two. Exactly. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Oh boy. Wow. That's so hard. The hashtag on my tomb, that's very depressing too. Can we <laughs> make the hashtag like on my forehead instead of my tombstone? What would it be? Sure, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Something hashtag creative. Okay. If you could have only one superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, my superpower would be to paint as well as... I'm going to give you two answers to everything because I'm not editing myself. (laughs) It's Raul Dufy or Henry Matisse. Yes. One of those two. That would be my superpower to paint like those guys. Yeah. Yeah, why not shoot for the top, why don't you? And last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound effect on you either personally or professionally. Well, this is funny. I was speaking with one of our editors earlier and it's COVID. It's such a busy time for us. We are refreshing the magazine. It's our 15 year anniversary and I'm moving. And we were talking about this book club that we have internally of a very sort of heady book. And I said to her right now at this moment, the only book I want to read, which I usually reread every year is Anne of Green Gables because it's a simple, beautiful story. And that's where my head is at right now. So that would be my book recommendation. If you haven't read it, it's a classic, reread it. And at this time when the world is so crazy. It's just a simple, beautiful story and it makes me feel good. (laughs) So that's my recommendation. We haven't had a classic recommendation in a long time. And I'll be honest with you, I have never read that book. I also just read American Dirt. That was excellent. American Dirt. Was it American Dirt? Is that, am I getting the title right? It's on the New York Times bestseller list. Hell if I know. Let's see. American Dirt. Let me look. And also any Curtis Sittenfeld book, Rodham was excellent. So You can now see, maybe on my tombstone, it's like triple creative because I can't make one answer. You know, I like that. You just had to let that marinate for a minute and come to you organically. Yeah, Yeah, it's okay. Triple creative. Let's do it that way. American Dirt. There is one here on the bestseller list, so it must be that. Pamela, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and putting up with Mercury in retrograde. Please tell the wingnuts where they can follow you on social. I mean, everybody's familiar with the magazine. That's Lux Interiors and Design. But where can they hook up with you guys on your website and social? So our website is LuxSource.com and Lux Magazine. And I am at Pamela Jacarino on Instagram. And that link will be in the show notes at wingnutsocial.com slash podcast because the spelling might be a little challenging. So (laughs) sometimes it is for me. Trust me. Many times I think I should have kept my maiden name, which is Learner, much easier than Jacarino. But I love my husband. Yeah. So there you go. Jacarino is very exotic, though. It has a certain appeal to it. So I would keep it. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. I've had it for 27 years. So there you go. It's 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 sticking with me. <laughs> Listen, you've been with Lux for 15 years. You've been with your husband for 27 years. I'm sensing you don't have a fear of commitment. No, right. There you go. That's another hashtag <laughs> for my forehead, not my tombstone. There you go. Doesn't fear commitment. <laughs> Excellent. Pamela, thank you so much for joining us and putting up with our technical situations. You have an amazing week. Okay, same to you. Thanks so much. Natalie and Giraffe. Yes, Jethro. Mercury, man. Mercury's a...
And we tried that interview three times before we finally got it to record. Third right. time's the charm. That's man. right. You know what? Thank goodness that Pamela was very patient good and sport. gracious. Good sport. Listen, did you take notes to how to get in Lux Magazine? <laughs> Listen, I've already been turned down by Lux Magazine. <laughs> uh, you'll be turned down a few more but times. You know, but she said, yeah. keep trying. Yeah, no, I don't take it personally. Okay. I almost fainted when she said they had 75 separate publications. I had no idea. No, they produce 75 magazines. They are in 14 different regions. Well, that's what I meant. So, like, I was thinking, oh, it's just like, you know, Architectural Digest, House no. Beautiful. There's really just one issue. There's no comparison. Holy cow, that's a lot. I, I, I seriously so just passed out. you could have out. 75 chances. Well, we need to do some damn photo shoots first. Well... You know what? We are in Miami, where you always like to say we're number one. And because we're, we're number, number one, one, we're last in all that garbage. <sighs> we so, are. Yeah, I voila. know. Just wear your damn mask, people. Come you know on. what? And try out the Lux Connect, right? Well, yeah, she did say they were a little picky about that. I don't know if they let me in there, but I'll go to the masthead well, and take a look. See, try. see what that's all about. Yeah, I might try to wheedle my way on in there. And I love the uh, post-COVID architectural movement that's going on. Yes, that's a thing. and our Pantone. Pantone uh, colors of the no, year. No, words of the year. No colors. We're just going to name the colors Zoom. Oh, Zoom and Pivot. Okay. And pivot. <laughs> I like that. All right, we can trademark that. That's trademarked here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Zoom. You've heard it here first. Exa- okay. Exactly. I think once you say it on the podcast, it's automatically trademarked. Isn't okay, that how, excellent? Isn't that how trademarks work? I think we're good. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I think it's beer o'clock. I think it is. I think it's time to cut our losses while we're ahead. And <laughs> call like, this a day. Call it a day and not have any more technical difficulties with the podcast. Uh, yeah. Well, we do have a mini sub to record still. Oh, well. And some TikToks to make. And may the force be with you. <laughs> Always. And Always. All, and with you. All right. Well, I guess that's it for today. Mercury now. still be in retrograde. Mercury's in retrograde. Let's go handle fires. Let's go put out some fires. Guys, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on whatever the hell you're listening to this podcast on. Follow us on social at Wingnut Social. And remember, we are a marketing agency for the interior design industry. And guess what? That's you guys. So give us a call at one eight seven seven wingnut and we'd be happy to help you with your marketing for your design firm. And I think that's it for today, Nat. Got anything else? Nope. So long. See ya. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. That could have been a million dollars. You know, you might have mm-hmm. given that just a little more thought. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm scared. Why am I scared? I feel like she's going to do a voodoo doll of me. You got to get rid of your gum. No, do I have to get rid of my gum? Does this sound attractive? I didn't even say you couldn't phone a friend. Oh, well, I don't think I have any friends that are that smart either. That is for sure. Good boy, Mango.